Whatever the century, whatever the war, machine gunners have always been a different military breed, focused and lethal warriors armed with and operating a terrible weapon in a risky trade, very competent at killing en masse, pretty good at getting killed themselves. F. Scott Fitzgerald, who came of age in the appalling slaughter that was then called the Great War, understood this, which may be why he made his iconic hero Jay Gatsby a machine gunner. We first learn about Gatsby's war as the mysterious but glamorous bootlegger reveals himself bit by tantalizing bit to narrator Nick Carraway, while the two young men speed toward Manhattan in Gatsby's cream-colored roadster. Nick listens, fascinated, not sure just how to respond or what to believe, as Jay goes on in his strange-mannered style of speech. Then came the war, old sport. In the Argonne Forest I took two machine-gun detachments so far forward that there was a half-mile gap on either side of us where the infantry couldn't advance. We stayed there two days and two nights, a hundred and thirty men and sixteen Lewis guns, and when the infantry came up at last they found the insignia of three German divisions among the piles of dead. I was promoted to be major, and every Allied government gave me a decoration, even Montenegro, little Montenegro down on the Adriatic Sea. A generation and a world war later in the 1940s, another young roughneck of a machine gunner, not a character in a book but an actual marine from Raritan, New Jersey, was similarly piling up the dead of famous enemy divisions before his guns. He would be awarded the most illustrious decoration for gallantry that we have, the Congressional Medal of Honor, for what he did in the historic battle for Guadalcanal, and later, posthumously, the prized and nearly as rare Navy Cross for his actions on the first day ashore at Iwo Jima. This man was Sergeant John Bassalone. Bassalone was, for several years during World War II, one of the most recognizable celebrities in the country, a national hero and quite a famous man, young, laughing and roistering, unmarried, and, in contemporary terms, quite sexy. Yet today, except among the hard men of the Marine Corps, which so reveres tradition, and in blue-collar, Italo-American Raritan, where the people of his hometown still tend the flame, few Americans could tell you who Bassalone was or what he did in our desperate war against the Japanese in the Pacific. Bassalone's feats of arms became such lore that nowhere in the world is there a marine base that does not boast a building or a street named for him. At huge, sprawling Camp Pendleton, California, where all Marines, including Bassalone, received their final combat training before shipping out to Asian wars from World War II to Korea, Vietnam to Afghanistan, a two-lane stretch of Macadam called Bassalone Road starts at the commanding general's house and meanders for thirteen miles, intersecting with Vandegrift Boulevard. Generals are awarded boulevards, sergeants get roads, crossing the Santa Margarita River, and finally exiting the base near San Onofre to merge into and lose its identity amid the humming multiple lanes of Interstate 5, Bassalone's modest road disappears just as surely as the man himself has largely vanished from the American consciousness.